Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Dark Card Studios in the desert of Arizona, introducing Gay, Fat, and Nerdy, the podcast about gay culture, nerd culture, and food. With the original friend name, Jen D. Young, here's your host, Support has been awesome. I've been getting a lot of shit, though, for <laughs> my choice of transition from more than one person. So if you think this is you, it's not you. It's everybody. I've been getting a lot of shit for my transition from, I think it's Angelina Jolie to Grindr. I, look, I'm not a stand-up comedian. I don't know how to do transitions very well, obviously. And everyone's like, you edited it weird. And I'm like... No, that's not edited. No, it's not. We just really went to that different like, conversation. Like, I really did just go from, like, Angelina Jolie to, like, dick pics, grinder. Uh, but, no, thank you. Thank you so much for coming back. I'm here, as always, with the one and only Jen D. Young. Woo! So, okay. I had to start the podcast because we had a bad habit of trying to... We were talking about shit that we should have saved for the podcast anyway. Uh, and uh, we were talking about... What were we on? Your birthday. No, no. before that. Right. I said, I asked, hey, are you going to come with me in July right. to Virginia? So in July, the beginning of July, um, if you did not realize, I don't think I explained it, but I am an almost author. Whoop, whoop. Um, I am going to be releasing some wonderful, amazing paranormal romance novels here very shortly. Well, in July, there is this fabulous um, readers' convention called SAS. S A S S. Okay, it is S A S S. Yes, S A S S. What does it stand for? Do you know? I'd have to look it up. Sexual awakening. No, no, no. It's it's something good. Something ass. No, it's something and something sensual. But it's this. This year's theme is sinful fairy tales. So like the weekend is like amazing. And I'm like, okay, how do I get there? And I'm trying to talk these two into going with me. Even though they don't read romance novels other than mine. Look, it's not that it doesn't sound fun, but I don't know if I want to go all the way down to Virginia. First of all, what the fuck is in Virginia? Romance. Other than a romance convention. What a weird There's going to be models there, too. Like male? Male male cover models. (gasps) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And narrators, too. And, uh, man, some of these guys in these audiobooks, whoo, baby. They got some voices on (sighs) them. We'll We'll see. This is an audio podcast, and I guess my expressions don't come through the microphone but they look something like this oh damn <laughs> damn <laughs> anyway i don't know we'll see there's a lot of shit going on before then so i don't really know if financially and work time off wise 
it's even a possibility because we were talking about in January 25th, a couple days before my birthday, I'm a little Aquarius, uh, we got invites to something called the Magic Castle. Have you heard of this? Have you heard of the Magic Castle? No. Apparently people have, because so this is what happened. My cousin, she's, um, you know, she's an LA guy. You know, she, she's hobnobbing with these pilots and stuff. And she, you know, she knows people. She's always, you know, got nice designer shit and all that work. Anyway, the point is she got uh, some invites to this thing and invited me and my husband and my mom to meet some of our California family in uh, LA, Hollywood and go to this place called the Magic Castle. Well, apparently, from what I've heard, um, uh, you go to the website and it's very exclusive. Oh, damn. So I, at first I'm kind of like, is this like real exclusive or is this kind of, you know, LABS, right? So I'm like, all right, I guess it sounds cute. And apparently you can only go if you're invited by one of the members. And I guess to be a member, you need to be like a magician. Not just like any magician, but you've got to like have shows and be doing shit, right? And be able to prove that you're selling shows and shit. Um, so I'm like, oh, this looks fun. I go on the website, very strict dress code. Like every page is like, reminder, you need to look nice or we're sending you home. It doesn't say that, but it's, it's very strict what you can wear, what you cannot wear. It's supposed to be a very black tie fancy event, right? And you know, the menus and stuff is a little bit expensive, but it's Hollywood, it's a thing. I'm not surprised, you know, anywhere you go like that, you're gonna spend a little money. But apparently the shows are supposed to be fascinating and fun. I was told by a Californian that now lives here in the desert, um, Ken and Teller have been like kicked out of this place because they were giving up like out magic, their magic secrets or whatever. So they got kicked out and he was like impressed when I told him, I was just like, Hey, have you heard of this place called the magic castle? Like, cause you're from Hollywood, right? Like, do you, do you know this? And he was like, you got an invite to the magic castle. And he was like, you don't understand, like that's exclusive. Like you could be Johnny Depp and have all the money in the world, but if you don't have an invite, like someone will give him an invite, I'm sure. But you can't pay your way in. You have to have an invite. And I was like, oh, so I started getting a little excited about it. Cause it was like, you know, oh, exclusive. Oh my God. Anyway, uh, we'll see. I don't know if it's bullshit or what, but it looks like it'll be fun. From their website. Uh -huh. The Magic Castle has a strict evening dress code. See? The first thing. Yeah. All members and guests are required to dress in evening wear or business attire that is conservative, formal, and elegant. The following are prohibited. Casual wear or athletic attire, denim, work boots, sneakers, sandals, flip-flop, skorts, rompers, outdoor jackets, and excessively revealing clothing. Guests who do not meet the dress code or minimum age requirements will not be admitted to the clubhouse. If you have any questions about the dress code, please call the castle before you make your visit. Mm -hmm. When in doubt, overdress, and overdress is in all capital letters. Yeah, it says that like on every page. What is a skirt, by the way? You said skirt. Yeah, it's a, a it's a um. It's they're a... shorts with like a skirt in front of it. Yeah. So it's like shorts underneath a skirt. <gasps> I would so ban those too. and shorts. Whatever that is, it doesn't yeah. sound like I would appreciate it. So yeah, we gotta go find some clothes. Cause I own like a dinner jacket, but I don't even know if it fits anymore. Right? So we, we probably won't have to go shopping to even go to this thing. But 
I don't know. I think maybe the exclusivity is kind of in like the dress code, like the strictness makes it more, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Appealing. Maybe it's good. Like, you know what I mean? Like a forbidden thing is always more sexy than anything that anyone can get. You know what I mean? But I wonder if it's more like a bullshit thing. Like, a, oh, you, I have an exclusive membership at Costco. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so it could be bullshit, but I'm, I'm actually pretty excited. So I'll report back and we'll see what it's all about. Um, but uh, it's it's not cheap though either. It looks like there's so this month or no, it was last month actually. Now Gay Pride Month, right? October is Gay Pride Month. June, I July, so. I June, was August, Gay Pride month. June, July. Oh, is it June? June is Gay Pride Month. What? In Arizona, at least. Mm. In Arizona, isn't it the same everywhere? Uh, I just know in Arizona. That's I thought it was August. They do Pride in Arizona in June. Yeah, but they do it. Yeah, the month of June was chosen as LGBT Pride. <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> My company, I don't know what they, this was all happening last month, so I don't know if they're just behind or they were just kind of focusing on Pride Month. I wonder if it's a, nat- did that say national or was, did you look like at Arizona? That was just a Google search. You just Googled it? Yeah. You didn't put the word Arizona in there? No, I That's just put Gay Pride Month. Okay. So, but I've been pretty impressed. And look, I work for a big corporation. I really appreciated this last month, there was a lot of, LGBT rhetoric going on on the websites. We had, there was like a pride, there's like pride gear. There's, um, my, my company has like their own brand of pride gear. And on one hand, I always really liked that um, because I think any kind of um, recognition helps, right? Normalcy, right? On the other hand, every year during pride months, we get these companies having all their pride lines because there's money in it. You know what I mean? They can make money off it and they don't necessarily support uh, the, um, the subculture. So that alone is a double-edged sword, but uh, I was pretty excited they had like rainbow pens with the, uh, the company logo on it and like- um, Your button you have on your laptop case. Yes, exactly. So I, I don't know, I, I feel, weird about it, but at the same time, I felt like comfortable that I could be myself at work. And I, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. When I was first there, I had my little, I had a little pride flag. I used to have it on my cubicle. I don't have that up there anymore. Uh, and I'm kind of embarrassed that I don't now. Now that I say it out loud, I'm kind of, uh, I don't want to say upset with myself, but ashamed that I don't have the balls to keep it up. I'm going to put it back up. I'm going to put it back up. <laughs> but it's why. We live in a state that's pretty... I mean, it's pretty neutral. I wouldn't call it liberal. I wouldn't necessarily call it conservative either. The state as a whole, maybe. But we, at least everywhere I've lived in this state, Phoenix metro area within 40 miles, 50 miles of that, is all pretty darn neutral to liberal. You go past that, in boonies, it gets more and more conservative. Not surprising. And it depends on where you're at because there is a very large population of certain things that are very conservative so especially but this trait this state truly goes purple sometimes it's voted for Clinton (laughs) twice um it's 
we, you know, when it came to the marijuana law, I think we were like 49% or something, like about to pass it. We, we just missed it. Like it go, it can go liberal direction. You know what I mean? Uh, at certain times. And I, so I, I love voting out here because in Washington, where I used to live, where you used to live, it's always going to go blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it feels, when that happens, you vote, but sometimes you're like, this is even, you know, we're going to go blue. Like, this state, I don't feel that way. I make sure I can vote in every election here because we just flipped one of the seats, actually. Um, we just flipped one of the seats. And then the other one, I think she um, took McCain's spot. No, she took McSally? over for the guy who took over for McCain when he resigned. Is it Martha McSally? Yes. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, she's looked, very conservative. I've looked this woman up. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan either. I, you know what? And I've never been a huge supporter of McCain either. But as far as Republican I, politicians go, yeah. he's one of my one of the ones I don't hate that much. <laughs> I, I liked that he was one of the people that was not afraid to stand up and speak his mind about Trump. I appreciate that. And my mom loves his daughter. My mom's super liberal, but she loves, um, uh, what is her name? Uh, uh, Megan. Megan. Yeah. Megan McCain. Um, she's, a, you know, she watches the view and all that. And I, I don't, I don't dislike Megan either. She's a huge LGBT, um, uh, voice, uh, supporter, but I feel like if she was really true to herself, she wouldn't be being a Republican. I feel like she's a Republican just because her dad was, her dad was, and her family is, and it would disgrace the name because she doesn't. What her values are not re Republican, from what I can tell. They're liberal. But that's almost what needs to happen. Maybe you're you right. know yeah. that that's kind of the 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 type of candidates we need to get behind. Sure. You know the ones that can flip. Look, I was not mind seeing her more involved in politics, uh, you know, even more than she is now. I, um, I like her enough at that point. You know, that said, you know, and rest his soul, um, with all respect to his family and his, his death, I don't, I, I am trepid, I'm trepidatious or word adjacent to trepidatious. That I don't want to put him on a pedestal for the one or two good things he did near the end of his life, because he also had a lot of chances to do the right thing and did not. Right. And his voting in the later years of his life, I agreed with. You know what I mean? And he didn't take a stand, but I don't know. I I'm conflicted. Yeah. I, I didn't like the whole career politician thing either. I mean, it really bothers me when somebody is in office for that extended period of time. I mean, time. he's in the military too, though. Well, no, that and that I have. But the he's, utmost. Been he's been in Arizona for a long time. Decades. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I have the utmost respect for him and the things that he went through. He was a POW in Vietnam, I believe, or I don't Look at anyone who in the he in early on he he and his family were anti-Trump, um, and that I can absolutely get behind. I can absolutely get behind um, them having the the balls and not um, not sticking with the party just because it's the party. That is important, and that should be given to his credit. You know what I mean? Because that is hard to do if your your party disowns you. But when you've been in politics that long, you can say what you want. You know what I mean? I don't know. I've always 
Honestly, if I could pick one politician I could take out of politics right now, surprisingly enough, it wouldn't be Trump. Do you know who it would be? Who? Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, I feel, has done so much more damage to this country than Donald Trump has, at least at this point in time. Like, you know, the elections have been away, so we got time. But he's just a P-O-S. He's a piece of shit. Anyway, the point is, my company stepped up a little bit. <laughs> That's the point. Circling it back around <laughs> at the end. Yes. No, seriously. And then they have this whole, like, um, they did. They had this whole, like, uh, campaign, this, like, uh, like, love is love campaign. And it wasn't just LGBT-based. I loved this campaign. It was, like, they had these people behind, like, a screen. And they were skeletons. And if you looked at the screen, you just saw their skeletons. And if they moved, you would see the skeleton move. And the point was, and they would have, like, a... Um, they would have like an LGBT couple behind it, or a biracial mother and daughter, or a, you know what I mean, or two old folks, or a disabled person, and an able person. And the point was everyone looked the same behind the screen, right? Everyone looked like a skeleton. Um, it was a really cool campaign, and I just, I wanna give props for props to do because that visibility, even if it is, <laughs> Um, if, even if they're doing it for the wrong reasons, money, you know what I mean? Uh, I think it could be good. I think it could be helpful. Have you been, um, so are you watching, have you watched, did you watch the last debates at all? The newest no. one? So, okay. <laughs> I, I do. I'm, I'm I, sad. Look, it's early still. It's early still. I get it. Not, it's not for everybody. For me, right now, specifically at this time in our country, I think it's important to be involved. Um... One of the candidates, Andrew Yang, he's an interesting guy. From my understanding, he's a um, he's the CEO of a nonprofit corporation. So at first you're like CEO, you're like, oh, you know, what I mean? like that, that gives me a bad taste personally. But then you're like, oh, nonprofit, so you know, maybe he's not a Trump liker. Even I think the Starbucks CEO or the former Starbucks CEO was planning to run at some point, and I was not for it. As liberal as he is, I didn't. Would have had a hard time supporting him, um, <clears throat> but the first thing he says when they have their opening statements or whatever is like, "We're gonna give a thousand dollars to a family. I think it's a thousand dollars a week to like ten families for a year." Oh damn! And you're like, "What?" He's like bribing people. Go to my website. So he was, they were trying to get clicks, you know, they were trying oh to get Twitter, God. they were trying to get Twitter followers and shit. It was the weirdest thing. And Pete Buttigieg, you should have seen the look. So when he, Pete had his, like, uh, I think right after Andrew Yang's statement, and Pete just kind of looks at him like, are you kidding me? Did you just do that right now? I think he said something like, uh, that's one way of doing it. Anyway, it was so weird. Like, I, but I think it worked. Like, um later i think with the polling and stuff he i mean he's not doing well enough to really be in the running but he, it was a weird situation he got a big jump though from doing that and it just kind of got me thinking about politics today and how we're even treating that kind of like advertising you know what i mean like you know but i guess that's what politics is it's a promise for you know do this for me you know and i'll do this for you later you know what i mean so I, 
I don't know, but I'm completely the wrong way. And I don't dislike, I don't really dislike any of the candidates right now, but it was a weird, weird situation. Um, give me a second here. I have some other things I wanted to bring up. Look, I don't have transitions. Alright? We could put a little music in there or something. That's a good idea. Like a or like a little or like a glitter. Or like a record scratch. <laughs> we could. We could do something like that. Have you seen the new Aladdin? No. You haven't I seen refuse. It? Jen. What? I refuse. Why? Because of why? Because they freaking making live action remakes of all my childhood me memories. No, have no fucking thing. Have you seen Beauty and the Beast? Yes. What did you think of it? Did you that hear? I liked? So why 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 is Aladdin any different? Because it's not Robin Williams. Look. That that's why for me because Robin Williams has been and probably always will be. One of my absolute favorite actors. And Genie, him as Genie is one of my favorite characters. And say what you will, I know they're saying Will Smith did a good job and it's almost word for word the same and blah, blah, blah. But. So that I disagree with. Like, I absolutely don't think it's word for word the same. I, I say heard that it was almost word for word. They picked a couple of lines that were familiar, sure. That said, he totally made it his own. He did an amazing job. He didn't just take the role and say, oh, I'm going to do exactly what Robin did and try to live up to it. Because no one could. I, we both agree on that, right? No one could. That said, it was a charming fucking movie. It was so fun. It was cute. It was beautifully shot. And... I don't like Will Smith. I really don't. I think him and his family are weird. Okay? I think they're weird. Um, Jada, though, is great. I gotta say, I do love Jada. But I've never been a big fan of Will Smith. I've never been a big fan of Men in Black or, or um, any of his 90s movies, uh, Wild Wild West, any. They weren't my thing. Um, that said, he did a good job. We should watch it. Would you watch it with me? I will watch it. See, I do like Will Smith. I liked the 90s movies with Will Smith, Men in Black, and Wild Wild West. I never liked Bad Boys all that much, but, you know, all that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I loved watching that show, you know, but it's just really hard for me. Cause Could it's... they have picked anybody that would have worked for you, though? No. No, because that will always be Robin. So it's not that it's Will Smith that says anybody other than Correct. I get it. You, you just think you just think Aladdin's cute, and that's why you liked it. Yeah, he just wants to do things to him. Uh huh. Look, uh -huh. that was also his first crush. That so. actor is so cute. The one that got to play Aladdin. Um, is he? What nationality is he? I wonder. Is he? Because I do think things should be cast appropriately for the nationality of the character. Well, in this instance, yes. In this instance, I'm not sure if he was. He certainly looked fine to me. Like it didn't. I didn't feel weird about it. But uh, he is cute as hell. And Justin is right. Aladdin was one of my first. Like those. There are two things. Okay, we're about to talk about. We got to talk about gay icons of our time. Okay. Pause. 
he is uh he was born in egypt so he's egyptian so technically he's kind of middle eastern so he, egypt they kind of group in the is that enough because that's like saying asian you know but like play get a japanese person play a chinese person is that a, is that enough is that that, yeah, I, I mean, that's... We'll leave it up to people to decide. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's closer than that one movie, um, Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, when well, that character's supposed to be Asian, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah, so I mean, it's way closer than, than that. Yeah. I think she's supposed to be Japanese. Which is funny. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. I'm gonna have to edit that big one. My count, that was gonna be crushing. Mm-hmm. I'm also gonna edit this part about me. Yeah, sure. Um, Aladdin was one of the first times that I remember as a kid being like, thinking not necessarily about sex, but being like, oh, I like that boy more than just like a, you know, like oh he's cool. It was kind of like a oh he's cool. Aladdin, and there's one other. Did you ever watch the Rescue Rangers? Rescue Rangers? Mm-hmm. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. No, that's... Oh, that is Rescue Rangers. You mean yeah. Rescuers Down The Rescuers Under. Down I, I'm talking about the Rescuers. They're cute, yeah. two cute little, like, detective mice, and they have the Rescuers, and then the sequel to it is the Rescuers Down Under. Mm-hmm. In the Rescuers Down Under, there's this little boy, and don't judge me, I was a little kid at the time, too, and don't feel this way now, but when I was a little boy, there was a little boy on that movie... Um, this cute little, like, Australian blonde boy who I had a big crush on, too. And I think he was actually the very first time that I was, like, one, maybe questioning my sexuality or discovering it a little bit. It was him and and then Aladdin. Look, Hermione Granger did a great job as, in Beauty and the Beast. Will Smith did a great job, excuse me, as Genie in Aladdin. You've got to see it. Um... Chris O'Donnell. Now that How is How do we always end up bringing him up? Because he is number one hot as hell. Look, when I when I think about my childhood and like those things that maybe got me thinking about my sexuality, Chris O'Donnell was definitely at the top of the list. I always, and I think my parents always thought it was weird that I loved Robin more than Batman. And I think it's because of Chris O'Donnell. I mean, that is a little weird. I used to have the so the Batman Forever is that what it was called? Yes. No. Oh, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. But the, he, well, he, he was, was in both. both. Yeah, he, was, he was in both. I had the Batman and Robin Robin outfit. I wore it for like four Halloweens until I could fit in it anymore, and my mom wouldn't let me wear it anymore. It was my favorite ever. He is cute. He's still cute. He's a little bit. I saw some pictures of him. I don't know how recent they are. He got a little chunky at one point, but, you know, I like a little cushion for the pushing, you know, they say. Mm-hmm. Did you have any, like, do you, you were always a, you used to be a Johnny Depp fan, right? Like, are you still? still um, he's still, I mean, he's weird, but, I mean. Do you find him attractive still? Like, as he ages? He hasn't aged. I mean, what the man looks almost the same as he did in Pirates of the Caribbean like 20 years ago. I mean, he's got some lines and stuff, but I mean, like, shit, he looks. 
Have you heard about him and his wife? Oh, that that shit's crazy. So are they? They're like not together, right? Anymore. Oh no, they divert. They had a Some very messy divorce. How long ago was that? I wonder. Um, it was last year, wasn't it? It had to have been a couple of years. I feel like at this point. Yeah. Is he with Helena Bonham Carter? No, Helena Bonham Carter is married to Tim Danny, Burton. Oh, I was gonna say Danny Elfman. They're all like the same person to me. I'm sorry. I heard her and her husband have like separate houses or some shit. That would not surprise me. Or was me. that Johnny Depp? I don't remember. Do you find Iron Man attractive? Yeah, for the most part. Interesting. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. yeah are you? Are you kind of in that? You know, he's like a super. Well, yeah, he's kind of a silver fox, and he's kind of in that like super arrogant, like Asshole. dom way. Yeah. He's a, he he'd be a total a great dom. He might be. I think he's actually. My guess is that man is a sweetheart at heart. Probably, yeah, he is. I mean, he's been with his wife for a very long time as well. Um, I love that. Have you seen? I love the interview. I think you've shown me some of them, his interviews with Tom Holland, who is another adorable oh, yes. boy. And if you haven't seen it, you need to go watch his lip sync battle because it's so good. Oh my god, yeah, that so man good. can he fucking does. move. He did lip sync battle with those and um, and Umbrella. Yes. He oh, did such a good job. Who the hell is in Zendaya? She's in Spider Man. She's Mary Jane. And it's his girlfriend too, isn't it? Are they Something dating? Like that? I that's what I that I thought that's what Alex told me, I but I could be wrong. Don't get me wrong. I refuse to believe that. They would make a cute couple. No. You know who would make a cute couple? You and him. Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal is way older than Tom Holland. Oh my god, though. Wouldn't it be cute? He's, he looked so good in that movie. Um, I, don't, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is straight. As Mysterio? I mean, they're both straight. As Mysterio, he looked so sexy with that hair. Yeah. And I could just see a little, like, daddy. He, he's good with a beard. Very good with the beard. I think Tom Holland would find a nice daddy in him. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Lord. It would be very... I would watch that movie. Any movie with Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal, I will go see. And, and Jake Gyllenhaal can be my daddy if he wants. Mm-hmm. Girl. <laughs> look. Look. I... I've always liked him. When Tom Holland first was announced as Spider-Man, I was pissed. I grew up with... Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire was always my Spider-Man. But why? No, he was always he so was awful. He was horrible. He was not awful. He was awful. Oh, he was awful. Like, dude. Look, if I had to pick one now, it would be Tom Holland. Because Tom Holland is is the real Spider-Man. He's supposed yeah. to be a teenager. He's mm. supposed to be nerdy. He's supposed to be a dork. You know, I Toby Maguire was none of those things. No, I agree no. now, but I just, I, I think for me it was less of my love of Toby Maguire and more the, oh, we're making another remake of another movie with another actor. You kind of get to the point where you're like, oh, but I was so used to the other one. You know what I mean? Especially with the disaster that was Andrew Garfield in the middle oh there. My, I don't even acknowledge that movie. That was awful. There were two, weren't there? Yes, there were. Yeah. I don't even think I saw those, honestly. So yeah. I can't talk it to them too bad. much, but I refuse to. And I didn't want to watch the newest Spider-Man with Tom Holland either, and then I, for whatever reason, we did end up watching one, and I was like, that boy is adorable, he's a good actor, he fits the, like you said, he fits the bill great. Right. Like, he, and he's such a sweetheart. He seems like the sweetest thing ever. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Again, go watch the lip sync battle because that boy can fucking move his body. He did a really Whoa. good job. You'll have to look at it later. So, what do you think about the phase three of the Marvel movies coming out? It's phase four. Yeah, Is I mean, phase, phase three, the end of phase three was uh, Endgame, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I remember being a little bit disappointed about I'm excited about Doctor Strange into oh, the multiverse yes, that one because um, I'm a Cumberbitch. Wow. Oh, that man's voice. Okay, if you didn't understand what she she's a Cumberbitch. Think about that. I have a thing for voices. So when we went... And, oh my God, that man's voice. Do you watch his Sherlock show? No, I it's, need to though. I that show is really love good. It. The episodes, the seasons are like three episodes, and they're like two hours long, mm-hmm. but they're really good. Like you have a very good attention span. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the kind of thing you throw on maybe when you're writing in the background. Or I like can't write with anything. Editing? No, Nothing. like I try to like edit. God, I wrote. I edited with football, and that. Was the worst editing I've ever done. You're in like, my this life. Is, I gotta re edit my edit. Yeah. Show. Oh, my betas caught so much shit. And I was like, oh, God. Like, that was what I edited when I was watching football. So, okay. So, yeah. Um, Dr. Strange. When I saw the first one, I had had I had smoked some marijuana. That is not. And we saw it in 3D. That is oh not my the movie God. I, I loved it though. It was so good. And I, I think it. it was even elevated with it because I was already, it's already freaky if you're not high. But like, it was high and 3D. I was like, whoa, what is happening? It was pretty darn cool though. They did a good job with that movie. Yeah. Um, the Speaking of weird fucking, um, I guess this is not a movie, it's television, but weird fucking, uh, you know. Stuff out there right now. Have you? Uh, you are a fan of Stranger Things, right? Yes, I did not watch season three though. We just we started. finally watched it. We just the whole like season we, one. Yeah, we okay. finished season one. We're on episode like two of season two right now. It's good. It's we great. We watched the whole first season in like two days. Two days. Uh huh. It it's was totally been through. We were like, what the hell? At first, I was like, it's weird because at first, I do not like scary things. Neither does Justin. I don't like scary things either, but it's not scary. Yeah, I wasn't scared. I mean, absolutely scary and then like a Stephen King sort of way. It's creepy. And that's not generally the kind of thing I like, but it's the kind of creepy where I had to know what happened. I had it like, what happened? Like, I love Eleven. Mm-hmm. I love, she, that little girl is an She's amazing so actress. Yes. I can't wait to see where her career takes her because that kid's got it. Um, so we're on season two now, but it started getting a little boring now. We're like three, four, but we might have just watched too much too fast. So I think we needed a little break from it. First season was amazing. We're like episode three or something on the second. It'll ramp up again. Nothing's really like happening. They're just like, you'll fall in love with Steve. Who's Steve? Do I even know Steve yet? Oh, is he the detective? No, that's Hopper. Oh, Hopper. Steve is the boy is Nancy's boyfriend. Oh, Nancy's boyfriend. Sam. Steve. Steve. Yeah, but he's Sam Wise Gams Gamgee. No, oh. that's that's Winona Ryder's boyfriend. Wait, whose boyfriend are you talking about? Nancy. Nancy. Okay, so we're talking about that kid who thinks he's hot shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. You'll end up loving him. You think so? Oh, yeah. Okay. He turns into a total Billy Badass by the end of the season. It's amazing, and I love him, and he's so cute. He is, I don't know. I, I, I'm a, he got some points when he came, and he saved them, and he didn't, like, back off, and he's been doing better, but I'm still, I'm not convinced yet, so I'll have to let you know kind of where I'm at. Oh, my God. Um, I totally do, okay. The new Todrick Hall, the other yeah, half of his album party. came out. Awesome. So remember, we've been, we were playing House Party all the time, mm. House Party Part 1, oh. um, all the time, and that's all the music that I've been playing in his lately. The, um, just this last week, I believe, the second part of that came out, and it is, it so, is so good. good. If you are, okay, if you are an LGBT person or an ally or a lover of music at all, the two artists that you have to be listening to right now, and if you don't, if you aren't already, I don't know where you've been, Lizzo and Todrick Hall. Todrick had, okay, so Todrick came out, he started with his, um, his Oz, his like, his nod to yeah. uh, Wizard of Oz CD. It was good. It was a great start. Uh, it started my love of him, you know, seeing him on RuPaul's Drag Race. And then he came out with... That one was awful. The next one, the pink cover or whatever. Forbidden, I think it was. Yeah, it was not. Look, I get an artist needing to search things, show different parts of who they are and what they can do. I personally couldn't uh, couldn't connect with it as much. And it's funny because it's way more emotional and probably way more deep than his other music. But some artists I listen to because I want deep, like Adele. If I want a good cry, I'll put on Adele, you know, and then other artists, you want to boogie with them, you want to dance with them, you want to sing with them, you want to snap, you know what I mean, and uh, get dirty, and Lizzo and Todrick are great at that. Now, the difference is Lizzo, she can also pull out that, like, that emotion now and then. She's a little bit, I think she does that transition a little bit easier than Todrick does, uh, or maybe I'm just too obsessed with needing Todrick to do dance music. Because I just think he's so good at it, and I, I love it, but oh my gosh, we wanted to see. She toured this last year. We sold out freaking everywhere. We had several different states that we were willing to travel to to see her, and we couldn't make any of them happen. We were willing to pay money. Oh my god, and she's on fire right now. There is this video on Facebook that I saw. I mean, I'm sure it's from somewhere else, but I saw it on Facebook. She's just like on stage with a fucking flute, and she's just like. Was she in a white outfit? She's in a white or silver that outfit. That was the BET Awards. BET Awards, Lizzo, look it up. It's out. It's, it's my whole life. It is my entire life. I can die happy now. It is everything. She's just like jamming on it. I don't even know if she's actually playing. Oh, it kind of reminds me of Anchorman when Ron Burgundy is Oh, God. Jazz flute. Yes. Jazz it reminds me. She's just fucking jazz fluting it. It's, it's everything. Anyway, Lizzo, Todrick. I hope he tours. If he tours the house party, we should go. We should maybe all go see him. That would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But I'll have to, yeah, you should download the, the second half. It's very fun. Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, is, Sierra. She's in it. Sierra's in it. Um, ah, another, I like me Sierra because she's married to Russell Wilson. I know. Oh, he's a nice piece of... And he's so nice. He's a beautiful soul. He, yeah. And he, a beautiful ass. And I met him and I didn't even know it. What? 
When I worked at the resort, we had for the Super Bowl when the Seahawks were there. I didn't. I don't watch football, so I didn't know who these people were. And like the whole Seahawk team was there, and I like seen all of them, and like not knowing who these people were because I watch sports. So, are you ready for a a crank pop? Yes. You want one? Yes. So my husband is a pastry chef. And and what does Jen do when Jen gets here? She goes in the fridge and I'm like, oh my god, are those cream puffs? <laughs> I have like cream puff radar. They are so they're one of his most popular dishes. People ask for that all the hint. Get his cream puffs, his lemon bars. Oh. Um and uh, he does Napoleon quite a bit too. Oh. Hey, what are the name of those pastries that are French and they have raisins in them? Ew. The raisin custard rolls I did? Yeah, you had a French customer who was like, can you try to read Oh yeah, it was the raisin custard rolls. They're gross, okay. But, yeah, I'm like, I don't like raisins. But, <laughs> so, gross. between that, I'm a stuffery, because, okay, Venezia's, um, is this pizza that we've got today. You've had it before, though, with us, right? Have I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She I've showed it, it to you. Did Wait, she, I did? Dude. No, 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 I'm just, I got the wrong name. It's not Venezia. I'm like Brooklyn V's? Brooklyn V's. Oh my gosh. So apparently it's not just, I thought it might just be a Queen Creek thing. But no, they're, uh, I think Queen Creek is like the third or fourth um, store. I think they have like a bunch of them. It is some of the most delicious pizza. It's, look, being in Arizona, we have a big Chicago influence. So we get a lot of, Chicago style deep dish, and it's delicious, don't get me wrong. We need to go to Luminati's because we haven't been to Luminati's in way too long. Oh, we have it. Luminati's is great, but it's so, and I, I don't want to say it's any better or worse than like Brooklyn V's. They're very, very different. Brooklyn V's is surprising, not surprisingly, you know, to the name, more of a New York type of pizza, which has always been the kind I like because my mom's from New York, so that's always what she was looking for. So I I think I like Brooklyn Bees a little bit more than I do like the Lumalnatis. Um, but here's the thing about Lumalnatis. You can have one slice and be so full because they're so dense. Uh, what's the other one? Isn't there another Chicago pizza? G Giordano's. 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 That's in Peoria. I have not been to that one yet, but I hear good people from Chicago rave about it. That was pretty good too. Um, one thing, so my, one of the things my mom loves about out here is we've got a lot of different ice cream options. So we've got like the Culver's. Oh. We've got, um, not even the new originals, we've got the Baskin Robbins, we've got the Cold Stones. Have you taken her to Freddy's yet? No, I don't, we don't go to Freddy's anymore. We went to Freddy's when we lived down the street from it because it was so convenient, but I never thought Freddy's was all that great. It was okay, it's not bad, but it wasn't like, I didn't think it was amazing. Where we go, we drive out of our way. We we drive like 30 to 45 minutes. Is it 45? No, more 20 to 30 minutes. We this drive home. 20 to 30 minutes to Andy's. Andy's Frozen Custard. Have we brought you to Andy's yet? We have not. Oh. You do realize there's one like on uh, Greenfield and Southern? Yeah, that's the one we're oh. talking about. But even that is pretty darn far from us. That's true. I don't think it's far because it's right next to Dutch Brothers. So, well, by your work. That, yeah, that, that well, that's my Dutch brother's I go to in the morning on my way to work. We love, 
Their pumpkin started tonight. Sure and did. My, if my mom comes home at a, a reasonable time, we are going to get it. I don't care if she comes home at a reasonable time or not. My pumpkin concrete has started, and I'm so. So every every two weeks, I think they do another flavor. So they'll do like an early November, a late November. They did um, so far this year. We've gotten a key lime pie, Ooh. blueberry, a blueberry, a raspberry, a peach, a peach cobbler, a strawberry shortcake, strawberry shortcake. Um, right now they're doing the pumpkin, and then they're gonna do an apple for apple, Thanksgiving. Yeah, apple pie. And I'm telling you, they literally take pie and like put it in your ice cream. Not only that, Andy's bakes their pie fresh that day. And then they cut them up into slices and they blend them in with their custard. And their ice cream alone is delicious. I usually just get this, it's like a triple chocolate. It's got like chocolate chunks in it and cookie dough in it. And it's so good. Oh my God, it's so bad. But it's cheap, it's affordable, uh, it's delicious, great quality. Like it's one of our favorite places there. Apparently it's a Midwest thing. Yeah, it's all up in Chicago. Because Justin had, had known about it, you know, we have a Culver's down the street. No tea, no shade. We drive out of our way to go to Andy's instead. That's how much better it is. We went to Culver's the other night, though, mm, a couple weeks ago. There, I gotta say, the pumpkin spice, or no, it was a pumpkin pie shake. It tasted like pumpkin pie. It literally just, it, like, straight up. It was it was really good. I gotta give you props. So I'm interested to see, because Justin, I'm sure we'll get the pumpkin at Andy's when we go next time. I'm interested to see how that tastes and if it goes like any better with it or just as well. Yeah, I'm not talking because this cream puff is fucking delicious. Do we have um do we have a, a Pollo Loco out here? Yes. Yes. We do we don't have a ton, but we do have them, right? Yeah, I know there's one on power and baseline. So when I go and visit my family in California, I like to go um, a Pollo Loco. They have there's the only place I've ever seen that has like a horchata machine. So like you go to Mexican restaurants and they have horchata and they'll have the little, you know, water things. But this is like, this is like the Coke Pepsi one. Like, this is the Coke Pepsi, like, <laughs> I love it that they've got a horchata one. I think, I don't know if they do home like that also, um, which I got Justin addicted to. Because you can go get fresh Jamaica from the ranch markets out here. Because we've got such a great Latino presence in Arizona that you can get whatever you want pretty damn easy when it comes to Mexican food or anything like Mexican adjacent. They have all these little old ladies that work in the ranch market in Mesa. Oh my God, they're so sweet. The I love watching them make the tortillas. Oh my God, the food is delicious. Have you been, you've been to that ranch market? Yeah. So what do you think of it? Doesn't it, it smells weird though. It smells, it's like fish meets Mexican bread. Well, do you, I mean, they have a full butcher shop in there it's gotta be the smell that i'm smelling. yeah it's so it's an awful awful smell but it's so worth it going in there but you know i get my beans there a lot of the time now and i'll get um right i'm not super i don't really like their tortillas all that much i gotta say but the rice is great they do great rice um we don't we get our carne asada from costco because it's cheaper and it's delicious you get a good a shit ton of it for a good price over there um, but yeah, I get all, usually all my like sides from over there. You can even get like regular groceries there for quite a bit cheaper sometimes. The and other... they have crazy stuff. So like there was a special juice, it's cranberry or no, it's cucumber, lime, mint juice that my mother-in-law got only at Albertsons in Washington. <laughs> 
We haven't found it anywhere down here. We go to Ranch Market and we find it. They have some, they do have some interesting stuff. Like you can get fresh Jamaica leaves, like if you were doing, like if you were gonna infuse tea, or you can even get like the Kool-Aid version where it's like a little sugar and a bits or whatever you put in, in like um, some water and you just share out the Kool-Aid. Oh my God, I love it. Um, I've never been like a Mexican, have you had like the Mexican bread, like the, I forget what they call it, but it's like colored usually, you know, like the pink bread and the blue bread, have you ever seen it? So next no. time you're there, go to the right side of the store where like the, um, near the entrance, they have a whole section of it. And my ex, I used to date, um, uh, you know, my, my family actually, my grandma and grandpa are Latino, but, um, they're, they were pretty whitewashed, you know, in these days. Um, and then when I was growing up, but when I dated a Latino, I was fucking engaged to a Latino, their house, they would always have the, like, um, things that I just wasn't used to being a raised, you know, just a boring white boy. Um, they would make pig tongue or yeah, pig tongue tacos. Menudo. Men no, it wasn't right. menudo. Menudo is like a soup, right? No. Menudo is. Menudo is like a stew. Oh, yeah, lingua. Like a stew. Lingua's tongue. Lingua's tongue. They would do these pig tongue tacos, and they did not tell me, or maybe like maybe it was cow tongue actually. And oh my, it tasted so. Weird. I knew right because sometimes you taste it, and then someone tells you what it is, and you're like, oh, that was good, like deer or bison. Like I still, if you tell my mom, she will eat something delicious and be like, this is so good, and I'll be like, yeah, it was a bison burger. She'll like vomit it. She won't eat it. The rest of it, even though she loved it at first. We love bison. We find bison. We prefer bison over regular hamburger now. Is we got into it because it's actually less fat. Oh yeah. So it's I wish I was trying to get less fat. So we spent a little bit more money to get that, and I, I love it. But um, yeah, they would do the cow tongue all the time, and, and she would make an amazing. Have you ever had ceviche? I don't eat seafood. I know oh, that's right. It's so good. I'm not. A, I mean, I eat seafood, but it's like she would do it with shrimp and imitation crab. Even I don't even think she used real crab, and it was just the most delicious thing ever. I try. I've tried and tried to redo it. You just you have to have a touch. I can't. I can do like chilaquiles now, which is like basically just tortilla, cut up tortillas and enchilada sauce more or less. Um, I can do that really well. Uh, I make a good enchilada, you know, from her and all that. And, I probably stayed with him a little bit longer than I should have just because his mom was such a good <laughs> fucking cook. <laughs> but they always had weird shit in their house. And this bread is kind of like sugary almost. I just, next time, I bet it's cheap. You might want to like, it's totally worth your time to spend the dollar fifty whatever it is for it and try it. It's interesting. It's, a, it's an experience. It's That's called funny. Conchas. C-O-N? Yeah, C-O-N-C-H-K-S. Yeah. I've seen those before. Now that we are all back in the same state, uh, I was thinking about doing like a RuPaul night. Yeah. Yet we don't really have RuPaul coming up, but we do have the British RuPaul coming up. So I gotta find out how we can stream that here because I really wanna watch it. I think the trailer just came out for it. And the one thing I was disappointed about is I think the majority of them are Caucasian, like the far majority. And that kind of bugs me a little bit. Um, on one hand, because I, I like to see some diversity, but we'll see, you know, the first impressions. Um, we, I just watched a documentary with my mom about wig stock. 
wig stock. So it, instead of um, Woodstock, Woodstock, there was a wig. They do a, so. Lady Bunny, a good friend of RuPaul, yes. and a, a a famous drag queen mm-hmm. in her own right. Right. Long time um, drag queen. Long time drag queen. Yeah. Um, she started Wigstock with her friends, I believe it was, and um, they ran for years and years and in the scenes of New York City, pushing boundaries, you know what I mean, pushing politics. Um, daytime drag, especially at that time, you know, took literal balls, you know what I mean, figure and figurative balls. But one of my favorite parts about this um, documentary is RuPaul is in it. As like home videos, you know how you would take home videos yeah. with your friends. Mm-hmm. They show a bunch, and she looks. <laughs> she looks busted. Like I mean, and I only say I say that lovingly in a way that I'm like is before she knew I because was, RuPaul's yeah. so known of being this perfect, not one issue, not a hair out of place vision all the time. So especially when you see something especially like that looking younger and new, probably newer to drag and you know what I mean? She was but she was punk rock. And that's what I love about it. And I kind of miss punk rock Rue a little bit. Huh. Because this Rue is she you can tell she's kinda hardcore. She's kinda like a fuck you, I don't give a shit. And RuPaul is still that in, in you know, in essence. But she's a lot more glamorous now and I, I would just I'd love to see Rue just kinda get dirty again. Because it was great seeing it. Uh, um, Neil Patrick Harris was also in it with his husband and their kids. And okay, I gotta say one thing. Love seeing uh, gay gay parents with their kids going to this kind of event, um, supporting it, you know, uh, being gay dads. That said, the documentary doesn't do them any favors anyway. You should have seen their house. It looked ridiculous. They had like fine art, like, huge pieces of, like, 10-foot fine, like, old-ass art. Then with, like, you know those, like, um, if you go to a premiere, they would have those red, uh... Ropes. Ropes out. They would have, like, ropes in front of it in their home, and you're like, oh, my God, this is, like, a gay museum. It was ridiculous. He, I guess he performed at Wigstock, and they must... That goes all day. Okay? And I'm like, did he take his fucking kids there? For like eight hours straight, <laughs> and there's some lewd fucking shit going on there. Maybe I'm being disapproved, but anyway, I love him. I, I love his husband. I'm sure it's just a bad, like a, a bad light of that. Google their Halloween costumes. What was their Halloween costumes? So every year, the four of them do like themes, and they do these crazy, elaborate amazing Halloween costumes and they're just awesome and they do like all together and it's just awesome speaking of Halloween costumes we are hosting Disney Halloween party I'm so excited have you thought about what you're going to do yet? I'm either going to be Maleficent or Pizzas so oh did my mom order a costume because I think she almost bought a Maleficent costume she did buy a Maleficent costume this is what drives me crazy, okay? I love my mother. Everyone who knows me knows my mom's one of my best friends. That said, bitch is out of her mind sometimes. So she went from going, first she was like really excited about the party. Oh, I'm gonna go as um, Queen of Hearts because she was looking for someone who's maybe more plus size friendly, you know what I mean? Instead of trying to be like Tinkerbell or some shit. Um, and then, you know, she's looking at the outfits and 
as like liberal and chill as my mom can be, she can get really prudy when it comes to sex yes. or anything sexy. <laughs> and she was like, this is too, she was looking at these Queen of Hearts costumes. Who wears a full long dress? Okay, in right in the fucking cartoons or whatever, or with like long sleeves most of the time. She There's, does have a low cut neckline though. Does she really? Yeah. My mom was like freaking out about how like sexy it was, and I'm looking at these costumes I'm like, what is so sexy about these? But she doesn't want like any part of her body showing at all. So and then she grew. So then we were like, we uh, she was thinking about Winifred Sanders. Um, from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. She's already got the hair like, she knows mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? She's seen, I've, God knows I've made her watch the movies a million times over the years. So that was good too. And then she was looking at those outfits and those she felt were too sexy for her too. But what am I, what this is not like a sex symbol. Bette Miller may have been in her day, but like not by the time she was playing one of her Sanderson. Um, so then, she does. I don't even know if she understands. I think she kind of knows who Maleficent is, but I don't think she really connects she or knows anything about the character. But she landed on this Maleficent outfit because it's basically just arms and a robe, like a fucking priest robe. It the costume looks cheap in itself. Like it looks, it doesn't look like it's very good quality. And I was like, I think you should do the Winifred one. And she's like, Yeah, but this one will cover everything. And I'm like, But you're gonna be really hot. In this, it's black and it's purple. And she thinks she'll be more comfortable in that costume, but the reality, I mean, there's not gonna be, I get it, you know, it's gonna be mostly our friends and stuff, but I I thought it was funny. My costume is coming along, is being sewn as we speak. I, um, I ordered a corset, I ordered hip pads, and then I had to do my measurements in them because my body was changed and send them to my um, my costume maker, my sister. And I'm so excited. I got this trident necklace. I don't know if I saw it. It's so cute. I love it. I wear it all the time anyway, even without the costume. I'm so excited to paint my skin purple and everything. I'm going as Ursula. It's my will be my first time in drag. It'll be my first time actually putting so much effort into my costume, but I'm so excited. Um, so. I wondered, yeah, um, if you were having any other ideas about what you might do. So you were thinking maybe Melissa, what was the other one you were thinking about? Hades. I like, what I love the idea about Hades is kind of like doing a gender bending thing. Not so much, you know what I mean? A bit of like turning. You know what? My two favorite things. There's mm-hmm. two things that I would really like about Hades. A, well, there's three. Okay, there's three. He's a cracking. He's a wild <laughs> a. Ass. I've always loved Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. You know that. So that's awesome. B, I loved Hades' character in Hercules. I love James Woods. Three, I want to dye my hair blue. That's what I was thinking. How fun would it be to do that? To do just a temporary blue dye. The bottom of your hair is a little bit lighter already. Uh Uh-huh. We could, I will help you. Like, if you, I mean. That was the given. Like, do you have to do... So what do you think about, because all blue dye is technically temporary. Right. Because it's going to wash out. Right. How do you feel about actually putting like a demo on there and like having it for like, would that be okay with work or would you get in trouble? Yeah. Especially around Halloween and they know you're for a costume. Yeah. Like do you think it'd be. Well, and we get the Arctic Fox stuff and that's only semi-permanent stuff anyways. Right. The demi-permanent is. And then I would want you, I mean, I'm going to want you to dye it in a few weeks 
after that anyways before I leave. Well, so. what we would have to do, though, to really make it pop is we would have to put get more blonde down here. But we could like, what we could do is kind of balayage it a little bit, kind of like what we did, but maybe more so. We did it very subtly. We could do it less subtly with some blonde and then put the blue on the blonde. And then where that blonde is, the blue is gonna pop. It would look so cute. It would be really fun. But what does he wear? Like a toga? A toga. It's basically just a toga, yeah. right? Yeah. That'd be, that's not pretty, too Pretty hard. easy to find. The, the cartoon one though, his face is all fucked up. Well, no, it's blue. He's, but he's got he's a weird, blue. like, shaped face. Would you wear, like, a mask, or would you just kind of just... I would probably just paint my face kind of blue, yeah. Yeah. I, it could be fun. Mm -hmm. It could be really fun. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the toga part, but you could find a cute toga. Mm -hmm. But totally, like, girl Hades, gender bend it a little bit, give it a little bit of style. I think it could be really cool. Mm -hmm. I would totally be down to how they do this. So. Mm -hmm. I spent way too much fucking money on Halloween already. And it's September 18th, 19th? 20th. It's the 20th. Yeah, I've already spent hundreds of dollars. Because we didn't have all that much Halloween stuff. My condo, we didn't have a yard or anything. Now that we have a house, I need stuff. I bought an inflatable black dragon. Did you see him behind there? It's like, it looks like the Maleficent dragon. And it waves its things. I also, Michael's was having a 40% off sale on Halloween stuff. So I got a Jack Skellington inflatable. You know what you do is you go the day after Halloween and that's where you get the shit. Yeah, we got to, we are going to this year. Yes. I've got, uh, I've got, as you saw, Rico and Suave, my little cute Dia de los Muertos puppies, Fernando and Felix, my Dia de los Muertos kittens. Uh, I've been so, and then our Dia de los Muertos pillows, I've been going all out. So I've been super excited about it, but, um, it's any minute now. I need to, I don't even know. I might have to take half of it back though because our HOA, I don't know what our rules are HOA wise. So I kept the receipts because I might have to take some of the inflatables back if they don't let me put it up. But we got to find out. I haven't yet. All you do is put it up and if you get a letter in, they always give you a warning. I know, I know. It'll be fine. It'll be whatever. Yeah. Anyway, well, I guess we should wrap things up. Uh, you know, guys, I just want to say, um, for everyone who listened to our first episode and who's been giving the feedback, it is so appreciated. Don't think, you know, when I, you know, um, talk shit about uh, getting shit for like the transitions and stuff, please know it's all in love and, um, we had pre you know, on one hand, I do do a little bit of editing. On the other hand, I want it, I want these podcasts to be a little bit raw. You know what I mean? Real. You know what I mean? I don't want them to be super produced. So I'm trying to do a little bit of both, a little bit of editing, but a little bit of that rawness too. So that yeah, shit's going to happen. I know nothing's going to be perfect, but I certainly appreciate, uh, we both do appreciate you keep listening. Um, we're now on iTunes, so please subscribe. Ooh. Please um, rate, uh, give us five stars, give us a little comment. And that stuff goes a long way because the more people who know about a podcast, um, the more we can do, the more, um, the, the bigger the conversation gets, the more people we can speak to, etc. And, um, you know, have a beautiful rhetoric going on in our world that I think is important these days, talking about um, the things we love and um, the things that uh, we can do to make our world a better place. Jen, do you have uh, anything of the, so you've got, uh, Jen's got, uh, you know, keep a lookout because Jen's got a book that she's yes. uh, got coming out with um, mm -hmm. some other authors. It's, yes. Is it considered an anthology? It's considered an anthology. Mm -hmm. It'll be out on Kindle. 
Go look me up on Facebook. I got my Facebook page What's up your and Facebook running. Page? So if that? you um, uh, do in the search bar, Jen with two N's, the middle initial D, last name Young, author, you'll find me, my fabulous picture with my Lord of the Lost shirt. I'm sure we'll be talking more about the book when it comes out and we'll give you the name where you can find it. Um, if you'd like to look at either of our author pages, we also have them at uh, darkcodestudios.com. Um, our podcast is on there too. You can download the episodes there. You can listen to them there. If you don't prefer to do that to the iTunes. Um, so you can go there or you can email me at michaelnorth at darkcodestudios.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you very much. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Have a wonderful and safe weekend.